welcome to the Coach Kyle Show. Hello and good night to the coach. Welcome to the Coach Kyle Show. I hope that you are having a great night. I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. I know it was the Super Bowl weekend. There's oftentimes lots and lots of celebration. I'm happy that my team won, obviously. Um, so I hope that you had a good weekend, a safe weekend, and you're back to you know, your normal self today. For the ones that would have lost, Hard luck next time. Okay. So we're back here with another episode um, of the Coach Kyle Show. And as we oftentimes say, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. It's important to understand that because while we might not be where we want to be, we must recognize that there is a greater source um, that controls each and everything uh, that we do um, and where we go. I'm your host, Coyote. And if you're here, if you if you have taken the time to be with us for the past few weeks, then I want to say thank you. And if this is your first time, welcome. Um, remember the show we talk all things soccer. It's no different. But the ultimate objective here is to to inspire and to impact um, young people to live out their purpose. And that is important um, for us to live out our purpose, especially in these very uncertain times that we have to navigate through. And it's important to stand on purpose because that is the only thing that will give us the faith Yes, the faith. We need faith. Um, it's impossible to do anything without faith. Uh, there's too much trials and tribulations. There, and there's too much things out there that can distract you. There's too many things out there that will stop your progress. And you definitely would need um, the faith. They say the faith like a mustard seed. So that's our, that's our goal. Uh, on this show to make sure that we're reaching young people and if we and along the way if we can touch the hearts of any person within within this uh, through this podcast or through this live show then to god be the glory so we're back here with our second week i'm speaking on where sock is going and you are not last week we spoke extensively on um, the physical aspect of the of the game where it's going and 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 you were not and hopefully there were things in there that you would have taken and now using it to move you forward um, so hopefully this week um, as we go through the second part of this four-part series that it can you know, you can be able to connect it 
to what was said last week. And if you missed the show, then you can always go back on um, go back on YouTube, Kaido McKinnon and Co. And also you can check on Facebook to to get a replay of the show, so you can tie in both things and, and see if it if it relates to you. As we go through this process, it's very important to note where you stand, okay? The show might not be for a thousand people, but it might be for one. And that is the most important thing. A lot of times we look for, we look for quantities. We look for quantity and we kind of remove ourselves from um, the quality. A message is for one. You know, you're given a, you're given a space, you're given a place. Um, I would have never done this a couple of years back. But it's important, it's important that when you have something um, and it's purpose-driven and it's coming from an honest place, you know, some, someone need to hear that message. Someone need to hear, they need to hear it because it might just be the difference in their lives. Just like me, I've heard a lot of things that would have, you know, encouraged me and inspired me. And, and motivate me to, you know, keep moving forward, not allowing the negativity or history to dictate uh, my next step. So just like somebody would have inspired my life and impact my life, it's only right that we all try to do the same for someone. So stay put, you know, feel free to share this life. Uh, feel free to share your comments, ask questions. I will try to answer it to the best of my ability with regards to um, soccer, in regards to my experience or even my own story or, you know, stories that I would have heard. So feel free to do so. Um, this show is very uncommon. Um, it's unscripted because it needs to be authentic. You know, you know sometimes you just need to stay away from the politics yeah, it, sometimes you need to stay from all the T's and the dots and everything else and just be real because some people just need need real. There's so much fake out there. There's so many things that are happening that people are losing trust every day. It, it's, it's common. So it's important that this show um, come to you with the highest level of authenticity so that you can truly embrace it. And if it makes you uncomfortable, then maybe you want to check yourself. Maybe you want to check yourself. If it makes you if it makes you cringe a little bit, uh, maybe I need to check my tone or something. But if it makes you uncomfortable, it might be it might be you need to pay attention to what you probably would have failed to pay attention to. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break to dive in to the psychological aspect of this show. Coyote McKinnon and company are ready to dress you in one of their most stylish, 
comfortable and attractive athletic gears this fall for you to achieve that desired athletic goal. Check out their online store today for your joggers, tank tops, bras, backpacks, sweatshirts, and everything else you'll need to complete that look. It's Coyote McKinnon and Company. We care. Hi, and welcome back to the Coach Kaya Show. You're with Kaya Dan McKinnon here. And we're speaking about where soccer is going, and you are not. Last week, we dealt extensively with the physical aspect. This week, we will talk about the, the psychological aspect of where the game is going, and you are not. The objective here is to raise your awareness um, and 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 for you to take ownership of some of your deficiencies. Like all of us, we have them. And as long as we have life, we have to continue to pursue where we need where we need to be. So, hi Yolanda, good to see you. Hope you're having a good evening. Please do share the life. Um, some, somebody might need to hear this in terms of where they are and where they need to be and how they might how they might how they might want to do things to get there so one of the things in soccer that truly truly affect the game psychologically is the pay to play model um cuz people would have young people would have lost their hunger and, and the hunger more so to compete you know this this pay-to-play model. While it no, it should not be blamed for what is happening, but how it was how it's being presented, um, not as an investment, but more as an entitlement, has truly um, take away the hunger, the mentality, the psychological strength in in our young athletes, in our young ballers, to truly compete. Because unfortunately, you can only you can only learn what you're being taught. So, if politics would have entered the game, and politics meaning you have to do what is popular, then principles will go out again. Principles builds builds character. You know, we can't we can't sustain. Uh, we can't sustain our lives through politics because the trends are constantly changing. And are we going to constantly change ourselves? Um, you know, you can change what you do, but you can't change yourself. You can grow. That is change. You grow, but you can't change who you are. Who you are is what you will be. And if you're not functioning in in in, in the capacity of who you are, then you are living or you walking blindly. But when we speak about change, change should come because uh, change should, uh, it should relate to us growing, not changing because of trends, changing our lives. Like this week, we, um, 
we we have this principle next week we change our principles and we live in by a totally different principle and then we go on and go on and go on so pay to play i feel uh, mentally that that um, it has put us in a difficult place in terms of our, our psychological strength to compete where the game is going that you are not what are they finding out one of the things I would have really paid attention to is, you know, this psychological behavior within the different um, genders, you know, the, the young women and the young men. Um, you know, you need to create a safe place emotionally and psychologically uh, for them in terms of the stability. Because they think differently. Um the, the the need for maturation and the understanding of that maturation process, um, it's, you know, it helps you to provide the right support and the right solution for their growth. So there's there's deep studies in, in how uh, uh, a young girl will approach the game and how a young boy would approach the game. And understanding um, the emotional and psychological stability that is needed, okay, and and better understanding their maturation process to give them good guidance, to give them the right solution, and to help them with their growth. Now, there's you you're not seeing that because. You're not seeing that in the game, and it's 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 kind of limiting. The, the the young ladies and the young men, the young boys and the young girls from truly maximizing their potential. Because most or if not all don't truly understand the implications, the psychological implications that comes with not focusing on that aspect of the game. At the higher levels, even at the youth eight level, uh, there's um, a sports psychologist who's constantly dealing with uh, the young players and the old players, getting them ready for a high-performance environment. Now, how many clubs you know that consistently have this as, as part of their training model as part of the club. Not having this can, can easily slow down your process. It can easily slow down your process of developing the psychological strength to deal with competitive soccer or within a, comp a competitive environment. Like I said, most clubs, you know, they don't consider the implication of um, not being at the level psychologically because maybe, just maybe they don't put too much stock in it. Or if they bring that to the table, it's another, it's, it's another, um, it's another investment that people don't want to hear.
But it's important to understand that. You see now young girls playing with boys. I was listening to um, a national key, a national team, um, national women team coach speak on this and the importance of boy of girls playing with boys. Obviously, with the appropriate uh, demands because they're different. But understanding um, that level and the demands and the speed of the game, which differs between the boys and the girls in, in, in most cases, uh, based on ages and stages of your development and all those things. But they, they have their girls play with the boys or play with, within the boys' tournament to develop the psychological understanding of the demands that will be placed on them in a high-performance environment. So, obviously, at that level, they understand what it can do for, uh, for the athletes psychologically when it relates uh, to competition. But oftentimes, you know, if a boy, if a girl is playing with a boy, why is she playing with those boys? Oh, she's going to get hurt, you know. It's obviously they don't understand where the game is going. The different speed of actions from a girl perspective, you know, and the changes of actions, uh, the speed of that allowed the brain to adjust and adapt to the variabilities that comes with the game. It helps them to produce this these new nerve cells, okay? What goes in comes out. So putting putting the young ladies in in these um, stressful or psychological demands that make them uncomfortable, um, and the actions are much faster, they're changing much quicker, will help them to develop uh, the psychological strength and the speed that is needed to play at the higher level. These are things that are happening now. These are some changes that are happening that you go around and it's, you know, it's something like, no, 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 th this don't happen. I remember one time uh, putting the same age group, remember putting the same age group, I think it was what, UT11s or so, and I had the girls training with the boys and parents were complaining about it. Why are they training with the boys and, and why this and why that? Because it clearly shows that the game was going in that direction for, for a very long time. And they weren't up to date with the why. And that limits, as we go deeper into this podcast, you will see how it limits the individual from truly developing um, the psychological strength that is needed in terms of becoming uh, a high performer. Now, <laughs> likewise, the male. You know, the more demands you that that is placed on their ability to implement first, second, and third actions will help them. 
not just to deal with the speed of the game, but to deal with the stress of the game. Because it does something to their mentality. You know? These things are, are, are being, um, I would say, they are being pushed to the side because no longer, you know, the male, the male, the, the, the male species within the game, you're talking from young boys to young adults, they don't want no action. They don't want no demands. They want to be, they want to be very comfortable in their space. They want to have fun. They want to, you know, they want to feel so extra safe and so extra comfortable that they don't want the demands of the game anymore. The psychological demands. They don't want the stressors. And hopefully you, you'll have a better understanding as you know we as we move through this podcast stay with me so we have these two things happening one on one hand the girls are trying to play at a higher level at a higher speed so the more the more you put them with with the opposite it demands more from them psychologically And likewise, the more demands that you that that you place on the male aspect, not from a physical standpoint only, but from a psychological standpoint, with with more actions, more changes of actions, help them, put them in a place to compete with the more elite youth players across the world. You know, with all this investment that you know that you are making, and all these tournaments that you're going to, and all these um, programs that you're in, you 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 would want to think that you know what? If I if I'm going to do all of this, it's only right, you know, that I shoot for the moon. Because somebody say if you shoot for the moon, you might just fall on the stars. So there's a lot of psychological things that if 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 we don't pay attention to as coaches as organizations we are we are limiting our players ability to move forward now this topic might sound like okay what are you you know what are you really talking about but if that is the case then we need to go we need to go a bit deeper in our studies to see why why everybody's producing players that you look at look at on TV but you need to go there to be developed while you have all the resources and in most cases more resources to do exactly what outside world is doing so maybe that might be a road you want to you go down you understanding also the early maturation um the early maturation of females can be a, a big disadvantage um for them because if you don't know how to deal with that from a psychological standpoint, they quickly can go to a place of um, depression. Because girls put things into perspective very quickly, and if and if you are lying to them, and you are not 
you're not truly dealing with this aspect of the game, they get to a certain point because they mature much earlier, you know, and it can be a disadvantage to them because they quickly go to the side of, you know what, I, I can't do this no more. Especially if they're not where they, they expected to be or where they wanted to be or where they believe they would be. And that comes from a result of people not truly being honest and looking at the psychological aspect of the game in depth and dealing with it within their programs. You know, if I, I go to, to many girls and, you know, like, what, what do you do in terms of enhancing your performance? Uh, we train, you know, we train some more. We did, you know, we do some privates and, you know, and it stops right there. And and they're telling me they're, they're in Elite Academy. And this is why you've seen a lot of times young ladies are doing uh, a whole lot of things for attention and they're playing soccer. This is why you, you know, you start seeing the rebellion. Sometimes you start seeing, you know, they start questioning the, the reason for being alive and, and they're playing soccer. And we just, we just, we just go, we just go by that and say, well, you know, we just put my child in there to have fun and, and enjoy themselves, not knowing that there's, there's a psychological aspect of this game that could be very, very destructive if not dealt with. You see, as a coach, you, you're coaching life. You know, everybody talk about their four corners and everybody talk about, you know, um, the process of development and, and the developmental model. And, and, I, and I guarantee you, psycholo uh, uh, the psychological aspect is in that model. It's in that model. But what have they done outside of going and training and talking about competing and working hard and all of these things, uh, have they done to truly, truly deal with the person mentality? Hopefully we get somewhere it is. Um, the girls mature faster, but what you have seen in the boys from... Um, they have a higher level of intellectual curiosities and egos. I'm not, I'm not saying the boys are smarter than the girls. I'm saying their curiosities, their egos, you know, drive them. Um, but this give, give these boys this false idea of where they are. Perception is great. The perception is great among um, among the, our, 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 our young boys because they feel that once they're in an environment or they play with a group of kids or they go to a certain tournament or they play, you know, in a high-level team, they automatically, they're good. They're automatically good. So they really don't put things in perspective and truly understand the expectations and the standards to claim the idea of being good. 
They're just in the environment. They're just going to the tournaments. They're leading by the perception and not by the reality. This has truly created some young, uh, this has created some weakness in our on, in our young males, uh, psychologically. You see, more and more, you don't give a a, a boy a playing time. He he goes home and he just cry. He just cries. He cries before he even leave the field. And then you get a long email from his mom about why he didn't get playing time because he's crying his eyes out. Not because he competed and lost or, you, you know, not because you didn't have your best performance. You crying because you didn't have enough playing time. What about understanding the reason why you didn't get enough playing time? What about that? What about taking ownership? What about saying, you know what? I didn't get no playing time this week. Well, next week, coach, you, 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 you're going to have to listen. I'm going to make you play me. Because I'm going to work my socks off to show you that I earned the right to play. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Perception, right? You don't play, you're the worst you're the worst person. You embarrass. And sometimes not even the kids, you know. The parents are more embarrassed. That they came to the game and they're sitting there with their friends and everybody else's son playing for 15 minutes or 20 minutes, and your son play for 10 minutes, and you embarrass. So now. The entitlement show up. Now, if I cry, if I if I'm angry, if I show this this level of uh, you know, if I show that I'm so sad, then my my mother and my father will come to my rescue. Sometimes it's just one game. It's not a streak of games. It's not five games. It could be the first game of the season. There will be an issue. So, not focusing on these these psychological aspects and the implications of it, we are moving our our athletes further from the game while telling them they're getting closer to the game, to the elite game. Why telling them they get into the higher level? Now we don't even know what the higher level is anymore. Because if everybody's at one level and you have to pick the best out of this one level, then we're going to start moving away from the expectations of the game for a high performer and start going to other things just to compensate for to win uh, if we want to win games. So now we don't even know the difference between an high performer and somebody who is just better at doing one thing rather than able, rather than having the ability to execute. To execute. The qualities 
that is necessary to put you in the definition of being a good player. So psychologically, we're, we're, we're doing a great disservice um, to, our, to our young athletes. And I want to, I want to bring in my, uh, my wingman in terms of him sharing what, you know, what would have happened to him with, you know, people not truly, you know, dealing with this aspect of the game and how some misconceptions would have put him in a bad place where he's now trying to redefine and to reestablish, you know, what he needs to do and how he needs to move forward with his goals and aspirations. Listen to listen to a wall speak about this very sensitive topic. How you doing, Coach? Doing fantastic. Um, no, nah, it's 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 very dear to me psychologically wise. Um, like I said, um, you know a little bit about my background. Um, coming from Ghana, coming out here, like I said, Ollie played academy for about probably like two and a half years, to be honest. Played like uh, academy, quote unquote academy for two and a half years. Within yeah. those two and a half years, um, a lot of things happened. You know what I mean? Uh, people got to really see my talent, um, got put into certain places, which I believed was going to get me to where I I believed I should have been. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it was, it was uh, perception wise for me is if I have talent, I can, I can go whatever. It's just, I just need my talent. My talent would get me everywhere. And it get me, it got me far, to be honest. It got me really far into where I needed that psychological, that psychological aspect of the game. When I got a chance to go back and try out for the national team, which was, I saw eye opener. There's so many qualities that I still need to work on which I've never heard from anybody, anybody that say they were truly dear to me in my um, my development. I've never heard nothing about what do you do is when people say you can't play. When people that are at the highest level that say you can't play, you're not at the level that you think you are at. What do you do? And for me, is like confusion. It's like, what are you talking about? It's more so, it's, it's now a question of my own ability. I can't play. Like, what do you what do you mean? I can't play. No, you can't play. You're not ready for this level. I don't know who told you that. But then you look back and then you sit back and you look at people that have been around you. When you feel when you sit back, you're like, whoa, who were what were they really around me for? You know, I mean, this is what I'm learning now. What were they really? Were they around me to truly help me with my development holistically? Or were they around me because they felt I was a certain player that they can say, oh, I know this player. Hmm. I think that's that's one thing I'm finding out now myself is knowing so many quote unquote connections or because I've known a lot of college coaches and all of this. It's a big perception, coach. It's a, it's, it's it's a very big perception, especially when you're you used to act a certain way and now you're trying to redefine yourself because you're learning more. You're you're educating yourself more. You're understanding the game more and you're being around certain mentors like yourself to show you certain things that you never really had, especially when you're 
uh, uh, high athlete. I would say that I was I was a top athlete easily. Like people that know me, you've been around. Like a lot of people know me around this this area, but I never had the mentorship because I only depended on my talent. Everybody mm-hmm. knew I could play, but besides that, I can play. I didn't know nothing else. I didn't know the business. I didn't know what would happen when I go to tryout. I didn't know what I should eat. I didn't know the psychological part. And I felt all that when I, once I got out of the environment and I saw people at the level and they said, you are not ready for no level. <laughs> and it took me, like I told yourself, it took me almost three, four years to get myself <laughs> to a certain situation that said, yo, I could, I could play. I just got to work. Imagine mm-hmm. somebody that don't mentally, because I'm from another country, I believe it, it took time. But somebody that's not with a certain mentality, how depressed or I could kill myself easily, yeah. easily, because I feel like, so why would I, why was I doing this all my life? Why were people lying to me so I could play? You know how damaging that could be to a young child that say they want they want something so bad. Mm-hmm. And then when the truth finally comes, they can't deal with it. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. Truly thanks for sharing, sharing that. Um, that aspect. So, yeah, we'll dive into that too, you know, because the game, the game itself is a stressor. You know, the game itself is a stressor. And you tell a child, no, listen, you can't play based on um, the expectations and the qualities that you need uh, to define yourself as a player. And they take that as an insult. You know, because again, psychologically they're not ready for that your story somebody saying you can't play you're not for you're not at that level but you coming from an environment which just believe on which just believe in talent and that's where it stopped the technical aspect of the game but like i said they they model speak about the psychological aspect too you're right they speak about the social aspect but when last did they do some did something socially never all you see is the technical and the tactical aspect because that is the fun aspect. And not even to the to the level, we'll get to that, but the psychological part of it, they don't understand the implications and they're not they're not truly with all these mental health problems that we're, we're facing now. And you have 2,000 young people within your program and it's not one psychologist, sports psychologist, that you have dealing with these young people. On a regular basis, they go to training for three days a week and they go home. Right. Half of the kids being bullied in school and you don't even know. Right. Half of the kids want to be at the top level and 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 pouring into your your your, your environment. And it's not just I'm blaming. I'm not just blaming one side. I'm blaming everybody because parents are not also demanding the psychological help for their kids. They're not demanding that. They're spending more time cussing on the side about why they're not playing and then cursing the coach with their child on the side for why they're not playing. We went in a game the other day and the goalkeeper comes and punches the ball and the, and the player, obviously the player being brave, the player being brave to go after the ball, but the goalkeeper is commanding his area. He comes and he punches the ball away. The player gets hurt in that moment. The player turns and, and, and punch the goalkeeper. And the parent, after the game, is saying to the boy, you had a right to punch him because he came, he came out and punched you. Mm-hmm. He, at that moment, he's not even saying, listen, you need to protect yourself and be careful because that is the goalkeeper's area. 
He is literally telling this young 15 or 16-year-old boy, as a father, he's telling his, his son, you had a right to, to, to get a red card. You had a right to punch him back. What, what are you teaching your child there? What are you teaching your child there in that moment? There's so many other stories. Kid get red card for cursing the referee. 15 years old, youth 15 game. Elite Academy, so-called Elite Academy. Cursing the referee. The coach says, get off the bench. You, you go home. Parent, mother, child. Yeah, you are the right. Referee don't know what he's doing. He's he dummy. He didn't see that play before. And, and this is how this mother is speaking to her 15-year-old child about getting a red card for decent. Are you 15? That means he's 14 years old. So let's ask the question, right? If if the psychological demands of the game provide stress to even be an average player, who's an average player? Intermediate. Mm. Still between the improvement borderline and priority. So when you're an average player, you on the borderline of you're improving in, in, in the qualities that, that, is, that are needed at your age and stage. But also things are still priority you need to continue to work on. And then at that stage, you're saying it's too much pressure. Like you and I, when we place the demands on our on our players, it's based on the key qualities based on your age and the stage of your development, your holistic development, not just the game development. But when you place those demands on the players, you know, they feel it's pressure. Yeah. Not just feel it's pressure, they feel it's unnecessary pressure that makes them want to leave. And how can you be an average player? <laughs> no, people are saying they're good players or what. When you hear people speak and you look at their profile, oh, she's a really good player. Oh, he's a really good player. What is what? How do you define that? How do you define a good player? What is what, what is the measuring stick? Psychologically, can they deal with the pressure and the demands of the game? And what you're constantly seeing is an absolute no. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> absolutely right. Uh, and then you have the supporting cast who truly don't understand this concept. concept. And they don't support this idea that the game comes with stress, and you need to be you need to be able to handle that stress, and you need to be able to teach your kids how to deal with that stress, instead of always being the person who wants to to defend them. Mm. It's a sport. This is not somebody. It's not somebody coming to kill your kids. I always say there's a difference between abusing and demanding. Yeah, if you stay within the confinements of the game and the qualities of the game and the expectations of the game, you have a right to demand. If you're coming to me and say that you want to be good, that you want to play at the highest level, my job is to place the demands 
that is required at that level. What you yes. find in now, coaches don't want to do that because it changes the checkbook. They want to make it comfortable, which is creating entitlement and a weak mentality that you're actually paying your money just to have fun because you're not going nowhere. Not because you can't, not because you don't have the potential, not because you don't have uh, the, 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 the talent, but psychologically, what it takes to play at that level or what it takes to be a good player, what it even takes to be an average player, you are not in that environment. You are not in that culture. Mm -hmm. And the implications of that, it will damage you as you get older. You know, what you, what, 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 how, and you said it best in terms of you felt rather than doing the hard work and, and really going through the struggles and overcoming them, it was more like I have to have connections. Yeah. I have no, to know right. people. You know, right. I have to right. I have to bend over, you know, backwards to, for things to happen for me. So you you start losing your principles, you start losing your integrity, mm -hmm. you start losing your character, and then you realize, guess what? I'm still in the same place. Absolutely right. How crazy, how crazy is that? No, you're absolutely right, coach. It's it's you're absolutely right. It's I see it every day. And it's just it's just a reminder when you say it, it's just a reminder because we we have random conversations that we could talk for like an hour, two hours, just on the phone before practice or something like that. And it just comes out. It's true. It's you lose, you lose your, your true self because you're not, you're not understanding why you're doing it. I believe um, once, once you're in that environment, you believe, okay, in this country, it's, it's who, you know, it's who, you know, so you have to, you have to link up with somebody. You have to, you have to do something. You have to do this. You have to do that. And you forget who you the the talent. I'm I'm gonna say it best the talent that God gave you. He gave yeah. you a talent that you should trust only but Him. Mm -hmm. That's it. You should only trust Him. Yes. Why do you need this 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 to get you where I already told you you should be at? <laughs> and this is where I'm, I'm I'm finding out every day because it does. You lose your integrity. You lose your character because you believe you have to be a certain thing or you have to look a certain way or you have to do certain things to get you where God already said you should be already at. So it's definitely psychologically, it's, it, it's, it, it took me time and I'm still learning every day. It's, you don't know. Now it's like, who do you, who do you trust? <laughs> now it's like, who do you trust? Cause you're starting to see things clearly because you're staying away from a lot of people. I think that's one big thing too. Psychologically, when you start learning and you go through that process that you said yourself, you go through that demand, you go through that stress, you go through that, uncomfortableness because I mean sometimes you you put the stress on myself demanding certain things for for our academy and it's, and at first is like for example right me recording me at practice <laughs> remember remember you yeah. popped up one day and, and you just showed up and I was like ah and you said it I know you feel uncomfortable I know because you didn't know I was going to do that but this is the process that we have to go through we saying we want to be great coaches this is what we have to because you never know who's looking and these these are things that I'm looking at myself like I've never been uncomfortable. I've always been good because I based my talent. I, I have to be uncomfortable. I was good. Nobody was better than me. I was good. I didn't have to go through nothing. When I went through it, I felt like, okay, I need somebody to help me. 
I need, I need this person because I don't know what to do. I'm lost. Yeah. I'm lost. Such a big thing there because it, it happens to so many young people. The first time they hear the truth, they struggle. They want to run. And who pulled them? They supporting cast. The moment the child goes home and say, I'm uncomfortable. No, we need to put you in somewhere where you're comfortable. What? Mm -hmm. Such a disaster. Because for five years, you thought you were good. And then you, you come to a place where the first time your deficiencies are being exposed. That is the hallmark of coaching. Coaches and leaders should be able to see what is wrong. So they can put things in place to move you from where you are to where you need to be. So if you if you are doing something for five years and you're still at the point that you started, but then you come into an environment and now you're being told about the things that actually holding you back and you want to run, psychologically, you're not in a good place for development. And because, like I said, you know, people are not, they're not truly understanding they're not really grasping um, the psychological downfall it could do to someone when you are not truly embracing this aspect of their development. It's a big thing in, in, a, in America game to the point where now it's all about size. Mm. So what do you think is doing to a kid who is 5'4", is a girl who is 5'2"? What do you think it's doing to a child who is five six and could play enormously well in defense? No, 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 no. You, you're too short. You know what I mean? Right. It's more about size. What do you think it's doing to them psychologically? So now people giving the kids grower and all kind of things so they could get big because yeah. boy, you ain't gonna make it. Yeah. So then now the child full of injuries and all kind of thing. But you young people, you must not let them take the game that way. You must, you must develop yourself holistically. You must develop your psychological strength to be able to write your own story. Because they will continue to create the narrative and you will continue to follow it. And you will never live out your purpose. Because people are creating these things because the things that are needed to create high performers, they are not doing it. And most people don't want to invest in it. So they're looking for a tributary. They're looking for an out game. So the out game now is size. So there's no place for the player who's short, got a good brain, got, you know, got good awareness, um, got the key qualities in the game, they could have all of that. Somebody said, no, you're too short. That's true. So there's no place for a player who is slow. <laughs> what happened if Pirlo would have grown up? What happened if Pirlo had born in America? What have happened to Pirlo, boy? He is slow like a snail. Yeah, I don't think he'll make it. Bobby don't be the one of the greatest midfielders to ever play the game. What would have happened to Dunga from Brazil? Mm. Can't catch nobody for, for their life. But how many World Cups he won? What would happen to Payol? Payol is not 6-1. Yeah. 
but he played for Barcelona, right? So when you look at all these things, the, the where the the game is going psychologically, it's it's not going no, it's not going in the same direction with these young people here. So then, so a, a player who's five six now, they're already telling themselves they're not good. So now they could be a good defender, but now the parents telling them go play forward because you ain't, you're not gonna play defense. Defense, yes, yes. Hear that a lot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you if you're not tall enough, it's not about the quality of the game anymore. It's not about what the, what 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 is what are the expectations at the position. It's about you know this 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 uh, this perception that they're creating. So psychologically, we're damaging our kids all the way around, and that's not where the game is going. The game is about key qualities. The game is about, you know, and I'll I'll talk to that as we we bring this this podcast. Time time has, has come upon us quick, but when we come back from this break, I will just give some some insight. Maybe I have to do this 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 show again, yeah. because there's so much to unpack here that, you know, I just can't move on from it. But when we come back, we will we'll bring the we'll bring the curtains down. And we'll show. Stopping this pass, tucking in. This player coming here to make sure that the passes are not going through here, finding the six. Okay, we're marking in the space. Now, if we're able to intercept this ball, it's very important numbers. And you ask, why is eight moving into this position and not staying in like he did? Or she did. Because by doing this, if I intercept, it creates two V1s. Now I'm utilizing disorganization and the unbalancedness of the opposition. And in doing this, I'm forcing this, this defender to make a decision to stay or to come. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You with Coyote here. Uh, if you're still here, thanks for being here, and hope that you share this. Uh, you might know a young athlete that might be struggling with their self confidence, with their, you know, with their belief. Um, it might be somebody might be telling them they're too slow. They might be telling them, you know, you're too short. You know, they might be telling them things that but not telling them how they can progress. Um, they might need to, to hear this. In a report in September 2018, it was said that 50% of mental health issues begin with 14-year-olds. And by the time you get to the age of 24, it's 75%. So a lot of times things don't manifest itself um, when you are young. These things, these things could build up, and and true soccer and true sports, you know, we're neglecting this. We're neglecting this aspect of the game. We're neglecting this development part of the game. If you ask players, you know, how much psychological strength has to do with performance, most cannot answer. Because they don't. They, they don't focus on that part of their development. It's all about entitlement. I've seen games where 
There's nothing tactically. And then you're seeing games where one team is trying to, to be organized and trying to be disciplined and play the game in the right way, which they should. They shouldn't be focusing on winning, but developing developing these key qualities over a period of time so when they get to the point where they need to step in and really impact the results of games and impact um, the, the environment in a meaningful way, they have the, they have the qualities to do so. But I've seen coaches tell players, just go and kick them. Go rough them up. Go bully them. Because they have no answer. So the best place to go is to bully indicators. And then you start seeing the psychological weakness on the other side of defense. Because that part is not being developed. That part is not given enough time for the young athlete to develop. And in some cases, some of the coaches are trying. But that process is a grueling process. It's a very uncomfortable process. It brings a lot of insecurities. And there's not enough support for that. So then we find, and most bullies, they're struggling with themselves and struggling with their own self-worth. So bullies only bully weak people. A bully won't try to bully somebody who will stand up for themselves. Who will respond with the same energy they come in. They, it's like bullies have this, this antenna to seek out who they could they could play on, who they could pray on, who they could, who they could do what they want. You see it on the soccer field all the time. The bully always chastises the ones that are weak psychologically, unfortunately. But you are not weak. I want you to understand. Psychologically, you have embraced that side of that side. But that's not what you were created to do. There's greatness in all of us. There's strength in all of us. There's power in all of us. Now we're born to overcome. We weren't born to lose. We weren't born to be weak. But what we would have downloaded over a period of time have caused us to be in the position we're in today. And it's a good time to change it. How do you change it? You know, I describe... You know, elite psychological strength as, you know, confidence, composure, belief, communication, concentration, focus. We need to give attention to those things intentionally within our own, within our home, first and foremost. You say charity begin at home. And then within our soccer environment, there need to be more emphasis placed on this aspect of the game because you, you will never see the best of your athletes until they are psychologically at that level. 
to deal with the stresses and the demands that comes with the game. This is where the game is going. It's not just about the X and the O's and the tactics and the technique. Everybody got that. It's about a lifestyle. It's about a character. It's about, you know, where you are mentally, where you are um, in terms of how you see yourself and what you can bring and how you can overcome setbacks. If you, if you think what I'm saying is, is important, then I, I encourage you. If you think that the psychological aspect of the game is going in a direction and you are not, and you want to be on that train, you want to have this confidence, you want to have this composure, you want to have this belief, you want to be able to overcome, you want to be able to concentrate for longer periods under stress, you want to be able to be focused totally, not on the field only, but of the field. You want to immerse yourself in knowing that you can be the best that you can be and optimize your performances and truly put yourself in the conversation of being an average good player. Then you have to give some time to your development. You could zoom in. You could isolate something because you will know where your struggle lies. You will know when the coach talks to you a certain way, what it does to you. You will know when the coach yell at you and demand from you. You will know what it does to you. And then you've got to spend 30 minutes per week or an hour per week or seek out a sports psychologist to deal with this aspect because you're not performing. You're not, you're not performing the way you want to perform because it just might be you're not overcoming the psychological block that is there. You have to strategize. You have to develop this aspect of your psychological strength if you're going to perform. How you will attack it. It's okay to identify with some situations that put you in a psychological place that you don't want to be. Recognize those challenges and confront it. Because it will confront you no matter what you do. You have to know where the weakness lies. And you have to confront it. And I encourage parents to have your child, have your athlete, there's a lot of talented kids in this in this in this place. There's a lot of kids with potential that will continue to remain where they are, and you parents will continue to have to be have to have to be looking over your shoulders all the time because you you you're scared that your kid might be going into depression. You're scared that you might lose your kid to to to, to for them making some poor decision. You need to help them. You need to teach them how to overcome. Stop always being the bailout plan. 
You don't always have to send an email to the coach about you not playing enough and how long you had to drive. And, you know, teach your child something, teach your son something, teach your daughter something in that moment about overcoming, about dealing with setbacks, about, you know, sometimes you've, you've got to go through the fire. Sometimes you're going you're gonna to have to come from low. Sometimes somebody will tell you not good enough. You, you, what about teaching your kids those things and say, listen, go back in there and show me. Go back in there and show me that you're a champion. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I don't want, you know, one time a parent said, well, when I see my son crying like that, it does something to me. Yes. But you need to take yourself out of there because you are grown. <laughs> you are grown. You've already, you've already dealt with what you needed to deal with. That is why you're still here. You can't put that on that child too. You're not protecting them. You're not protecting them. You're creating psychologically, psychological weak people. And we know mental health is a serious thing. And we need to put more effort into, into this aspect of our young people and their lives. We have to stop look, always looking for out game. Have the conversations. Demand the conversations. Get more people involved with the conversations. Demand more from these clubs to deal with this aspect. We are losing our young people to drugs. We are using, we're losing them to, you know, to Instagram and Facebook and everything else. We're losing them to those things. That is their hiding place. The moment they, 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 they're in a place of quietness, they're scared. They don't like who they are. They don't like how they feel. We've got to do a better job and we've, we've, got to, we've got to approach this. We have to approach these specific situations that challenges our young people. And don't teach them to run, but teach them to overcome. To teach them to push through. When the demands are placed on them to reach the qualities that that are necessary for their development and for the and for their progression, we must make sure they stay put. But who's talking about this? Who's talking about this? We talk about our game models, we talk about our, our player profile, we talk about our curriculum, we talk about where we head in, we talk about all the tournaments we're going to play. We talk about, we're going to put you in front of scout. We, we talk about all those things because, but we're not talking about the psychological demands that will be placed on you if you want to play at that level. We don't talk about that enough. I've I haven't seen it, to be honest. I haven't seen it. And I've seen 2,000 players in a club. I've seen technical director, director of coaching, sporting that. I see all of those things. Don't you believe that there are kids in there who 
honestly believe that they are coming to you and you have the blueprint for them to succeed. See, nobody cares about that. I had a young player in a club that I was in. He played all the time and his goal was to make the high school team. And he didn't make the high school team. And the coach said, well, he didn't make it. I don't care. The kid crying. The kid in, deep, the kid in a state of depression. And the coach is like, oh, whatever. You know, that, that's you. When I told you that you have to do this, he didn't even recognize that. You know, you do you know that this kid had a belief that this kid had a desire and all of that went down the drain and you just feel like it's just soccer? <laughs> this is this is what we're, we're not being careful of, guys. I encourage you. I encourage you to make sure that you have a strategy in place to first understand some of the challenges that your your child or you as a as a coach who's responsible for the development of these young people understand where these challenges are and give some time to addressing these things maybe you need to take 10 minutes out of your session and deal with it you know what KMS say? We don't play with that. We've been told we have a lot of monologues and all kind of thing. But we also know people that leave our program and, and, they, and they, they, they didn't want that aspect of things and to challenge that aspect of things, we, we know what is happening now. Because when you talk about development, you just can't be happy that the kids come to the field. And you want to you want to demand that they play well and they and they learn and they how oh, you learning psychologically you're not in a good place. There's so many blocks. There's so many challenges. There's so many things that make you uncomfortable that stops you from learning. You know, nervous it is to be in an elite environment. I played in the Azteca in front of 100,000 people. You know, you can't, you, if you're not ready for that, you can't even feel your, you can't even feel your own fingers. You're just playing like you could be playing on adrenaline. Thank God I was ready. I was prepared. I wanted that. I trained for that all my life. And every situation in situation in my life prepared me for that because I had to overcome. I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. Some of you, you got choices. And those choices are stopping you from truly maximizing your ability. Truly reaching the psychological heights that will take you beyond where you are. The time is now. You might, you might not get a next chance. Don't take opportunities loosely. Don't, don't take moments like this, you know, as just a moment or just a conversation. But look deeper. See if that is your struggle and embrace it and spend time with it and spend time working on it so that you can truly be what God wants you to be. 
where the game is going, I need you to go there. And if you do these things, I guarantee you, you will start seeing yourself differently. You will start seeing situations differently. And even though if you don't make it all the way, you'll be satisfied. You'll be content. You'll be excited about wanting to live tomorrow. I hope this podcast was, was encouraging. I hope there's something in there. If not, if not nothing, I just hope it's one thing that you could take and say, let me try this. Let me take this challenge on and see what happens. That is my hope. If it did that for one person, that's the purpose of this show. I thank you for being with me. I pray that you have a blessed week. Stay safe and continue to push forward. Have a good night. So the question is, who is KMSA? KMSA is a training academy uh, focused primarily on the development of individuals uh, based on their pathway, based on where they want to be um, in their careers. And also, um, focus a lot on young players who want to be introduced to the game and players who are at the fundamental stage making sure that we are orienting and reorienting the players on a consistent basis. A wide variety of episodes are already available chock full of incredible insight from two qualified experienced coaches. Here are some previews of eye-opening quotes. Lots of players think they need to drive an hour or two hours to get good training. Because community clubs do not feel, most of them, if not all of them, don't feel the responsibility to provide every child the best opportunity. This is for players to have fun, so why not name it Rec? An elite league shouldn't be based on teams. It should be based on the coaching. There's no integrity in the game. It's all about business. It's it, That's all it is. There's nothing about soccer first. Everything is about giving the athletes an experience. We hope you are available to tune in. New episodes every Monday night.